Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. said, we're out of here. 
and they didn't like that. So they have been working very diligently for a long time to get us back under their control. And believe me, we're under their control. This idea that we still have a functioning constitution and a republic is a fallacy. We're not. We are not. Nancy Pelosi was right. She said, you know, we are a threat to, to their democracy. You ha she had something right when she said that because the 10 square miles known as Washington, D.C. is a legislative democracy. That's called mob rule. And as you know, we have the wrong mob in rule right now. But the rest of America is a constitutional republic, a union of states, like independent nations, like how Europe used to be before the EU came in and homogenized all of them and the weaponized migration. And look at poor Italy. My God, that small little island in Italy is outrun by African migrants that are violent, that are attacking and killing and raping the women and children by nine to one. That is not what God designed. That's why he placed us where he placed us. Sure, travel's great, but at the end of the day, you go to experience the culture and, and then you return home. So I want to tell you a little bit about the journey I've been on. We're going to talk about tactical civics because that to me is the solution. Becoming a state national is, is really a choice that you can make. You don't have to do this, but I chose to release myself from the U.S. citizenry. I actually do have a U.S. passport that recognizes me as a national. In fact, I even have it with me if people afterwards want to see it. It looks just like yours. In fact, it's the same passport you have. It's just mine scans differently. When I immigrated back in the country the other day, coming back in from Panama, you know how when you go through customs, you have the U.S. line and then you have residents and visitors? I went through the resident and visitors line and scanned in and proceeded no problem. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let me get this party started here. Uh, how many of you, by the way, great, raise a hands, think we're actually in a war right now? Yeah. Would you think it's a civil war or a world war or both? Civil first. Both? Everybody says both. Okay, let me see here. I'm gonna skip this first slide because, uh, where do I point this thing, by the way? Right there? Does it reach? Am I pointing in the right place? I wanna just, I'll have you advance it if that's okay, Justin. Can we do that? Okay, great. Let's go to the next slide then, Justin, because I'm going to just walk you all through the journey I've been on so that we have it. Just go ahead and skip forward. The next. There we go. Michael Yan, this is a gentleman I partnered with on a, on a uh, program for the last seven weeks called Operation Burning Edge. Have any of you seen the work we've done along the Texas border? Okay, great. We decided to put this trip together. You can go to the next slide because we know we have a lot of problems going on right now, and we have a battle waging right now. As I said, the World Economic Forum they are what they consider to be the elite. They have an agenda, and their agenda does not include anything that's good for us, right? The agenda is very simple. It's them versus the people of humanity. It's not even just America now, because these people need to get America out of the way to get to the rest of the world and have one world government. They're about population control, financial control. We know about CBDC that's on its way in here. It's about debt slavery, of course. Artificial intelligence is a big deal for these guys because a lot of the information you're getting pushed to your cell phones and emails. Don't you find it strange when you and your spouse are talking about buying maybe a lamp and then all of a sudden lamps show up in every email and on every website? That's all about the AI and how they can control your mind and the way you think. They're into transhumanism, which is the merger of man and machine. It's not just Terminator. It's not just sci-fi. It's not just Hollywood. This is real. And they do believe in a post-human, anti-God world. Next slide, Justin. So Michael and I getting together went on this epic journey for seven weeks. And Michael is still down in Panama. We're going to get to that. But we got a lot of uh, eyes on us. And how did we do it? Because Operation Burning Edge was a collaboration of a lot of media organizations that Michael and I assembled to get together and put a big spotlight on what was going on down at the Texas border. And I want to give a quick shout out to my moderator, Christy Christie. Christy, who's over there with her cell phone up. Christy, wait, because you're going to be the new supervisor of elections here in Sumner County. We're going to make sure she runs. <laughs> I just threw one of the bus. I love you. 
she's so amazing. Um, okay, so we put a lot of media on the spot on this uh, on this case, and we covered things like child trafficking that we uncovered while we were down there. Our intention was to go from Texas all the way to California and cover every aspect of the border, but when we got to McAllen, a couple of things happened. First of all, we saw at SpaceX in Brownsville, Customs and Border Protection on the beach with Mexico as far away from me to the first aid sign on the other side of the Rio Grande, where the Rio Grande ran right out into the Gulf of Mexico. SpaceX is right there on the beach. Elon blasts rockets off into space, literally 200 yards from the ocean. It's quite impressive. But human trafficking was going on and Customs and Border Protection were like this into the wind, watching it happen. We couldn't believe what we were seeing, drug trafficking, etc. We had teamed up, next slide please, with some pretty impressive people. I got an RV and drove intentionally to drive all the way from Texas to California, but it got parked in McAllen, Texas. Next slide, please. And at, while we were at SpaceX, if you just keep going for me, please, thank you. Um, we decided we were leveraging technology like this. That truck you saw on the left was a uh, tactical truck that had an ability, had a camera on there. It's a thermal imaging night vision camera that allowed us to run in stealth mode at night on the beach and spy on the bad guys and we were very effective. We got a lot of incredible video proving what I'm telling you. It's not just me saying I saw it, we have it on video. And a lot of times we ran with protecting our own faces because the cartel is alive and well. And by the way, folks, that's who's running our government, the cartel, okay? This is just some evidence of trafficking happening in McAllen, Texas. This was taken right after I got done watching Greg Abbott. Who knows who Greg Abbott is, the governor of Texas? Okay, so Greg Abbott came to McAllen, Texas in the Rio Grande Valley, a beautiful, beautiful city, by the way. All the high-end cartel members have their homes in the United States in the Rio Grande Valley. And he was there applauding the mayor of Rio Grande for actually increasing the tax receipts in the Rio Grande Valley, in McAllen. And you know whose number one target was to increase receipts? The people that had massive farms, agriculture, they want to pave over the farmland in the United States. And I'm, we talked to people that actually own generational farms, three, three different family, you know, three different lineages, three different uh, you know, descendants of the family members that came to Texas from other parts of the world to, you know, to start a farm three cent or a century ago. And they were trying to take that land and pave over it. Now this farm producer produces millions and millions of vegetables that are sent all over this country feeding millions of Americans. So next slide, please. While Mayor uh, McAllen is bragging about his increase in tax receipts, uh, right during that same time in broad daylight, human trafficking is happening about a mile from there. And they never once talked about the human trafficking problem that's so pervasive in this country. So here's why. Because Joe Biden, on January of this year, January 10th to be specific, signed in the Declaration of North America. Uh, this, I just want to read this because this is such a, um, an impressive in a grand design they have. Today, President Andre Manuel Lobras Obrador, he's the president of Mexico, as well as the president of uh, Canada, Justin Trudeau, and Joe Biden, they met in Mexico City for their 10th North American Leaders Summit. And they were determined to fortify their region's security, prosperity, sustainability, and inclusiveness through commitments across six pillars, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Who doesn't know about DEI, right, boo? Uh, climate change, oh boy, the environment, competitiveness, migration and development, health and regional security. Next slide, please. You'll notice as you go through this Declaration of North America, which is about three pages long in its entirety, they never once talk about individual countries. It's all about homogenization of the entire region as it reflects in the document, and they have dissolved the borders. So what does that tell you? We don't have a country anymore. They're acknowledging it right here with this declaration. This is all about, you know, one of the things I wanna highlight is that they highlight a partnership with the indigenous people about promoting innovative and sustainable solutions that honor traditional knowledge, foster indigenous-led growth, and drive job creation. Next slide, please. I think it has a uh, video. I think you can press play on this and it will probably, yep, go ahead. This is Lajas Blanc. Dinner on the side of the road, Michael, right? Yeah, and the chickens right. like junk food. Yeah. That's Michael Young. We're down in Dairy Gap. Yeah. This is what they call that progress for the indigenous. Look at that. Getting the indigenous to stand up a whole new way of business and life 
to support the illegal immigrants that are coming through their, their reservation. None of this was here until the massive illegal immigration started happening in the Darien Gap at the very southern tip of Panama. migrants are expected to come in today, and the buses will begin to line up down that road. None of this was here. 18 months ago, this Looks didn't like exist. It was agriculture and the river that they live on, the Chukanaka River. You see that air-conditioned bus? This is us taking a quick trip up the river. This is what one of the indigenous looks like. Again, another industry born out of the necessity to move these migrants. These migrants are coming in now between four to 6,000 per day in this one little community. Uh, right now, there's 60 buses per day leaving this community at Lajas Blancas and driving north to Costa Rica. It's a 12-hour ride. When they get to Costa Rica, this is their life. This is how they live on the river, simple people. When they get to Costa Rica, they're then transported up through Nicaragua and into Mexico and then to the U.S. This is Baja Chiquito, where they first come out of the jungle. Hospital here for the before they get to Lajas Blancas. These are all migrants. This guy heat stroked. Six days in the jungle, 30 years old, his whole face started to contort in front of us. It's a brutal journey for these people to come in from South America and immigrate through the jungle six days, pure exhaustion, food, problematic water, definitely a problem, rape, robbery, death, mudslides, flash flooding. The day we were there, 50 people died in the mountains trying to get through. But this is what's coming through. You have a constant barrage, and you see flags for the United Nations, UNICEF, Doctors Without Border, the Red Cross, but all they are is flags. There's nobody there to help these people. So the Indians have now had to take up all of these migrants you see. These aren't Indians. These are the migrants that are there. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You see Haitians. You see Africans. You see Afghanis. You see uh, a lot of South Americans, Venezuelans, a lot of Iranians with Venezuelan passports. This is what's coming across our border. And the majority of these people you see are young fighting age men. And the few women and children you see are mostly being trafficked by these men. Disgusting, unclean conditions. That was probably about 105 degrees down there that day. As you can see, they don't provide any coverage for these people. There's no big tents from UNICEF or the Red Cross for these people to have any sort of respite from the sun. This is what the migrants that they care so much about in the Declaration of North America, this is how they get treated. They get dumped into an Indian village that was minding its own business and had to stand up an entire industry to support the onslaught. Uh, next slide, please. So as you can see, if you go through this, climate change, of course, is very important to them. Next slide, because of course they care about our climate. This is what happens to their climate. Go ahead, play this. So we've gone up the river a couple hours here in the Darien Gap, and where we have landed is in about 10 to 12 different acres of beautiful forest that has been cut down, rainforest, pristine rainforest that has been cut down by the locals because they are so disturbed by what's going on in their village, by the mass migration that has taken over their village. Their children are, are unable to go to school. It's a constant disturbance and disruption in their way of life. So they have taken upon themselves to come here off the river and clear this forest that you see behind me. They have done it all on volunteer time. Nobody's paying them. They just want the mass migration that is being funded by the United States government through these non-governmental organizations to end. They don't want this happening in their village. These are people who have lived here in the rainforest along the river for years, for over a hundred years. This is their way of life being destroyed and yet they're taking it upon themselves to destroy their own habitat, something that they value and treasure and live in in harmony with nature to rid themselves of the migrants that are standing 
in their communities right now. And a lot of times these migrants get stranded up in their community. Why? Because the river floods and you can't go down this river. It's a dangerous journey. They've come through the forest, through the Darien Gap, through the jungle, up from Colombia. It's an extremely dangerous journey. Hundreds of people die on the regular down there. Tens of bodies on the daily that you see dead and decomposing under the most horrific of circumstances. Women's, children, infants, elderly, all making this dangerous journey up from Colombia and South America to get to a country, frankly, who has exported all the jobs that these people could be using and could be doing in factories. We're exporting that industry to the countries from where these people are coming. They don't understand that they're going to be paying $8 for a cup of coffee as opposed to 25 cents. They don't understand that you'll own nothing and be happy mentality means you're gonna be paying thousands of dollars a month for a one bedroom apartment. They don't understand that 50% of every dollar will be taxed, whether it's sales tax, gas tax, income tax. They just don't understand and if they choose not to work, well then I guess they're the smarter ones because they'll be getting $2,200 a month. Whereas the average American collecting social security is only making $1,400 a month. This is why they're clearing the land here to get those people out of their community and into another encampment. And they're building these encampments up and down the river now because this has become merchandise, it's been, become commoditized, and this is mass migration on a scale never before seen on this planet. And again, being funded by the US government, being funded by you, the taxpayer, and you are unlawfully not being represented in any of these decisions because you have agencies that are actually making these decisions. And these agents are not elected bureaucrats. They are unelected tyrants who are puppets of the global elite of the World Economic Forum who believe in the concept of own nothing, be happy. We work for them. There's too many useless eaters of us. And of course, we are the carbon footprint they want to extinguish. Mike Adams here with a, an operator, a, a deployment leader on the Texas southern border who's been using these satellite-based bivy sticks for very effective communications. And he's here just give us a few words about how these bivy sticks are operating, how it's helping he and his team members. And remember, these are available through the satellite phone store, sat123.com. It's satellite-based text messaging works when no cell towers work or aren't reachable. We use these to communicate uh, GPS cords to when we are seeing uh, drug runners or, or people carrying stuff. Uh, we've had, you know, bust up to 13,600 pounds worth of marijuana and fentanyl that, that we have been on operations with in conjunction with uh, federal agents and uh, supporting them in their operations. So they are pro-America and uh, pro-humanitarian in uh, helping to keep our country and our community safe. Everybody, God bless America. Take care. In today's modern world, knowing what you put in your body is crucial for maintaining optimal overall health. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Okay, I'm gonna skip the rest of this document. Keep going, Justin, because I wanna move forward. This land, keep going, this land is actually, go ahead. Just keep going, I'm gonna, I wanna speed that. All right, stop here. That land I showed you was cleared in a matter of four hours with probably a couple hundred Indians that came up there and we whacked it with just, you know, machetes because they said, we gotta get these people out of our reservation. They're destroying our habitat. And they went and destroyed more habitat just to get them out of theirs. Does that sound like the DNA, the Declaration of North America is really uh, adding up to what it was? As always, the government says one thing and it delivers 180 degrees in the other direction. Here you have us flying over in Texas. 
we decided to take a helicopter up with one of the very generous donors who got us to fly over a development called Colony Ridge. We call it Abbott City. Now, why do we do that? This is a 60 square mile development called a Colonia. This is inhabited, or inhabited by illegal aliens and illegal aliens only. They advertise directly into South America and Central America in Spanish on TikTok, on Instagram. And these people use ITIN numbers because the government will let you come in, get you 2,200 bucks a month. You can get your high interest loan for a piece of land, have a trailer. And what do you have living in there? A lot of MS-13 and cartel members. And you know this why? Because they've spray painted their MS-13 gang signs on their trailers. They're very proud of who they are. You'll never see ICE in there. You'll never see police in there. And you won't see a sheriff. What you will see is a lot of looks like they're getting something done, busy people working and pushing dirt around with land movers and all this stuff. But again, it's all a big money laundering operation. And the organization, the Colony Development Company that actually has, is developing this, Trey Harris and his brother, donated to Abbott $1.4 million, donated to Congressman Morgan Luttrell. Who knows Marcus Luttrell from SEAL Team 6, Lone Survivor? His twin brother Morgan is a congressman, freshman this year. Got $17,400. So we took Morgan, before we knew this, up in a helicopter with another congressman, with a sheriff, to say, hey guys, this is a problem, what do you think? They all came down, the sheriff was ready to go in there with his car and start pulling people over for traffic stops, whatever he could get them to see who they are and do something. Do you know Morgan Luttrell had me turn off my camera while I was videotaping this, saying I don't want that with me in the room on that camera, turn it off, delete the video? Well, now I know why, because that night I looked him up, 17 grand he got. Good for you, Morgan, but guess what? Next video, please, or next slide, please. We brought with us, next slide, please. We brought with us, keep going. Uh, we brought with us a gentleman by the name of Spencer Lundquist. He is a writer for the Daily Caller. A fantastic, fantastic, fa uh, sorry, Daily Wire, my bad. Uh, my bad, I'm sorry, Spencer. Uh, he wrote a great article. If you could skip forward to the next uh, next page. Okay, keep going. I just want to get the, uh, keep going, sorry. Keep going. This is all the people. Here he is, Sp Spencer Lindquist. He actually reached out to Luttrell, Congressman Luttrell, and he asked him about the money. He said he's not beholden to anybody, but he took $17,400 and he didn't tell us that day when we brought him up in a helicopter, didn't want to be on camera, and actually wanted to, his, his assistant asked us who owned us, who was paying us. We said, nobody, we fund this ourselves. We actually have a give, send, go, and a lot of people are supporting us to do this work to bring the truth out. So Spencer couldn't get anything out of, out of Latrell, but he did find out from the Daily Wire that um, Brian Babin did not take money. So if you skip to the next slide, please. Here you have Latrell and Babin getting ready to go with Sheriff Capers up into the helicopter. Next slide, please. And you've got Spencer Lundquist talking about uh, with ben, Todd Bensman, who's also a fantastic reporter, but he's also with the Center for Immigration Studies. He's done a lot of really important work down on the border. He explained, look, when people buy here, they're buying a peace of mind because guess what? There is no law enforcement. Now, if you knew that there was a community within 10 miles of here, by the way, this community is within a half hour ride from the Woodlands, which is like their Palm Beach, okay? It's gorgeous, big fancy homes. If you knew within a half hour of here, you had a development 60 square miles that could hold up to 200,000 illegal aliens where they were putting MS-13 gang symbols on their trailers, would you want that in your community? Would you expect your sheriff to be in there patrolling? Would you expect ICE to be down there doing their job? Why isn't that happening in Texas? That's the question. Governor Abbott, because we've made such a media firestorm, I mean, we were on, uh, you know, a, uh, Alex Jones, we were on, uh, you know, Steve Bannon had us on, we were on uh, Clayton Moore, some of the bigger people out there, because we made so much noise, we had so much uh, digital footprint media going out about this. Governor Abbott heard about it. The Attorney General Ken Paxton took a meeting with us for three hours and said, first thing I'm going to do when I'm out of this impeachment inquisition is I'm going to investigate this. And he took the meeting during his investigation, by the way. It wasn't like he didn't have other things going on, but he took the meeting because he knew it was important. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said, hey, we have about 40 to 50 million illegals in this country right now. I want to investigate Colony Ridge. So we ended up getting a mass win because 61 to zero in the Republican House in Texas voted to investigate Colony Ridge. That's how we the people win. And it's because of people like you that supported us to be out in the field and doing this, you know, it's difficult work. I'm 
my husband knows I was picking sand out of my ears for like three weeks when I got home. And when I got home from the Darien Gap, I was covered in God knows what kind of bugs attacked me. But, you know, I love this work because I love our country. And I love Americans. And we got what I would consider one of the biggest World Economic Forum puppets who has seven, he's on seven different pages on the World Economic Forum, Greg Abbott, to actually say we need to do an investigation. So right now this week they have a special legislative session, the third one of the year they pulled in. Next slide please. And they are going to discuss what they're going to do about that. Of course the first thing they talked about was education because he couldn't cave all the way. You know, he has to sugarcoat it and talk about education. Well, let me tell you something, education has been a problem for a long time. You have a real problem right now with a burdening tax base funding all these illegals and they built three beautiful schools for these illegals, state-of-the-art buildings for these illegal children. Are our kids getting state-of-the-art anymore? We're getting CRT, right? It's disgusting. Well, one, I'll go back real quick. Spencer, thank you. One of the things that people don't know, and this includes my own state representative, Toby Oberdorf, who I saw at a meeting the other day. Nice guy. I actually helped Toby get elected a long time ago. I, I like Toby. But I said, hey, Toby, when I was at a legislative district meeting, I said, how come Governor DeSantis is paying all this money to fly these illegals to Martha's Vineyard. Why does he just fly them out of here? Send them home. I'd rather have our tax dollars do that, right? Would you guys be better off with that than Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. You know what Toby's response was? We can't do that. I said, well, why, Toby? He said, it's against the law. <laughs> what? Uh, Toby, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4, the naturalization as an exclusive power of Congress. The only role the federal government has is to standardize the naturalization process. That way, we're not fighting with other states about what we think is fair for an immigrant to become a naturalized citizen. It gives us all the same plain rules to play by, okay? There is nothing in our Constitution that says the federal government has to defend our borders. We defend our borders. We do. It's not in the Constitution. It is the state's right to defend our borders and send these people back. Abbott shut that border down during COVID. Why isn't he shutting it down now? You know why he's not shutting it down. He's allowing the flow to increase. Next slide, please. Okay, so I told you that. Next slide, please. They passed the unanimous resolution. The DNA, keep, I wanna skip all this, keep going. Ah, we're gonna skip this too. <laughs> um, I was just, the day I saw Abbott, I went straight away and we saw mass child trafficking. Catholic Charities, MVM, SLS, Southwest Key Programs. These are just three, four of the largest non-government organizations that get funded by Health and Human Services that has a 2.9 T trillion dollar budget. And a lot of that money goes to these NGOs to funnel the human trafficking. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We came across human trafficking on a scale that is so upsetting, I, it's hard to even talk about but one of the whistleblowers gave me a list of 8,600 children, and this list was only from a four-month snapshot, a four-month period, from one facility that had one warehouse. All of these facilities have warehouses by the hundreds all over the country, and these warehouses will hold 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 children. There are at least a million children under roof in this country that are all illegal. The worst part is these kids are also being sent in the middle of the night to homes of illegal aliens, and that's how they go missing. You know, the government says, oh, we lost 85,000 children. They've lost a lot more than that. They're right off the books, intentionally so, by the way. Joe Biden is the kingpin of human trafficking, and the United States is the biggest, I hate to tell you this, consumer of pedophile human trafficking in the world. We have a real problem, and shame on us. But this gentleman right here, Carlos Arellano, brave man, He's worked at all of these uh, NGOs, and he was a wonderful resource right there in Texas, outside SpaceX, near an RV park where we stayed, was a sign warning us all about the elements in the area, including gun running, human trafficking, etc. Next slide, please. Uh, next. Okay. 
we're going to start to move into what I want to talk about in terms of how do we, who, who do we deal with and how do we get out of this. First, we have to recognize we have a problem. The Federal Register. This is supposed to be the nation's secretary. It's supposed to track everything. We've learned a lot lately, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak preview and some good news. We were able to get some information to the Trump campaign about oaths of office. Now, when you take an when you take the job as a public servant, how many of you have ever been public servants in here? Oh, wonderful. Did you put your hand on a Bible and swear to defend and support the Constitution? Okay. Did you have to sign it as well? You're supposed to sign it. By law, 5 U.S.C. 3331, you put your hand on the Bible. You raise your right hand and you swear. 5 U.S.C. 3332, that same statement you made is in a written format. You sign your name, you have it witnessed and notarized. And that must be done within 30 days of you taking office. If not, technically you're not lawfully in office. That's a fact. That's right. Every voter in Florida follow, signs the same thing. You're right. Thank you very much. Okay, so we have an agency government that was born. The Federal Register, the Federal Register Act, is what tracks all of this stuff. All of these agencies, by the way, how many essential services are in our Constitution? How many essential services are in our Constitution? Thank you. Not, how many agencies do you think we have? Thousands. We have, we, have, we, have, we have too many. Let's just leave it at that. I actually lost track. Go on, next slide please. So we now have a government that's public-private partnership run. COVID was the perfect example. I think that was the eye-opener for all of us. As much as we hated being locked away, it gave us a lot of time to do some research, did it not? Did you not define, did a lot of you not define, did a lot of you not find online new media at that point and you gave up on Hannity yes. and said, I gotta start watching somebody else because the TikTok is done, the, cock, the clock blew up? Okay, so we now know about all the industrial complexes. We know that the DOD and the, you can go ahead, you know that the DOD and COVID-19 are one and the same because DOD was responsible for COVID. The Department yes. of Defense was responsible for COVID-19. Fort Detrick was, was actually doing a lot of the development of COVID-19. You also now know that Operation Warp Speed, later renamed the Health and Human Services DOD COVID-19, Countermeasure Acceleration Group was a collaboration between the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Defense, and the private sector to accelerate development. The uh, CAG was the nucleus of the whole of America effort to defeat COVID-19, and the DOD's contribution was essential. What did they call the vaccine though? The DOD, what did they call it? Does anybody know? It was called a countermeasure. It was called a countermeasure. They weren't calling it a vaccine. And then what did the CDC do? They changed the definition of a vaccine to include this mRNA technology, gene therapy. Since when is that a vaccine? It's not. Next slide, please. The World Homicide Organization, as Dr. Zelenko called it, right? They're all part of this. The problem with the WHO is Joe Biden, under the National Defense Authorization Act, gave away the authority of our Congress to the World Homicide Organization, to that Marxist named Tedros. So now when he decides there's another problem, another pandemic, and they can decide it arbitrarily, he can lock us up, quarantine us, and demand that we take a shot. Next slide, please. You have, uh, we've already talked about him. Next slide. We know we need to leave the who. Didn't President Trump get us out of the who yeah. when he was president? Yeah. He knew, he knew, he got us out. Next slide, please. Uh, we've also got the United Nations. So the United Nations, yeah, this is another organization that we need to exit and we need to exit immediately. And I'm here to tell you right now, the de facto State Department of this new one world government is the World Economic Forum and all of its members. Because those people believe they can set policy and agenda, and they are and they're behind the public-private partnerships, and they're the people that own a lot of these big global corporations that are heavily invested, that are funding our Congress, members of Congress, that are voting a certain way to allow the borders to stay open, or to fund Ukraine, or to fund the bioweapon. This is how it's all going down. Next slide, please. So, when you, when you consider all that, as we started this presentation, we don't have a republic anymore, do we? We have agency government. We didn't elect those people, they were appointed, and we don't want them. Next, please. 
Okay, solution. Where are the solution, right? Are there any white hats in the room? Are you guys here to save the day? Is there any white hats? Yeah, I'll save it. Where are the white hats, guys? Come on. We the people. That's right. Next slide. So this is where our this is where the solution phase comes in because we are the supreme elites as super as uh, super president as President Trump calls us. We are the super elites. God has given us our rights, not the government. Government has extended privileges. We created the government the laws and the corporations. Okay, this is how the whole system works, not the other way around. Next slide, please. We're a constitutional republic, not a direct democracy, as I said earlier. Next, please. The 14th Amendment. That flag over there, that peace flag, that peace flag that you see on the wall is definitely a, an official flag. It represents our country, but it is a peacetime flag. As an American national, that's the flag I recognize because the, the flag that you see up here all the time is because we're at war. You see that yellow fringe? That's your admiralty flag. That's your, your law of commerce. That's a wartime flag. And I agree, we are at war right now, but we need to get back to that. And how it all happened was this amendment right here. The 14th Amendment is what people recognize as, oh, I got my right to vote. I became an American, a US citizen, and everything is great. Next slide. I'm going to tell you when this all went sideways. This amendment was ratified in 1868 during the Reconstruction period right after the Civil War. When they first brought this to a vote, 41% of the states that were members of the Union at that time said, I don't want to be a U.S. citizen. We're Americans. I live in Virginia. I live in Florida. I live in New York, New Jersey, Maine, whatever. And I want to stay a citizen of my state. I like the Union. I'll support the collective you know, funding for common defense idea but I don't want to be a U.S. citizen because I don't want to give up my rights that I have as a state citizen. So they said no. Well, they kept pushing and pushing and finally they, they, they basically were coerced. Two states held out the longest, New Jersey and Ohio, but they finally you know, collapsed under the pressure. That's fraud, by the way. Next slide, please. So you got the 14th Amendment, which basically created two entities, right? You have the union known as the United States of America, which is our constitutional republic, and then you have the federal United States, which is a legislative democracy. And that is what governs the 10 square miles known as Washington, D.C. Next slide. The 14th Amendment, it was used to bring the majority of the population of American citizens under the subject jurisdiction of the federal government. Okay, this is how they rope us into their jurisdiction. This is why all of a sudden those mandates mattered, right? They can say, well, you're a U.S. citizen. We're mandating this, mandating that. Two district United States, two distinct United States governments, the Union as well as the Federal. Okay, next slide, please. Three years after that happened, the Congressional Act of 1871. How many of you have heard about the United States of the Corporation? Pretty much everybody here has heard this by now. I mean, it's, it's been really coming to the surface the last few years. Well, again, the Congressional Act of 1871 created the USDC or the United States All Capital. If you look at your driver's license, you will see your name is in all caps. When you get your bank statement, your name is always in all caps. That's because the government has created a corporate fiction of you. When you opt in to become a United States citizen, when your parents, when you're born and they sign your, give you your social security number and your birth certificate, that is like opting into their system. So I've opted out. You can do it too if you want. I've opted out. Uh, the federal United States, I'm sorry, so we have uh, the corporate United States, which is also known as the federal United States. Next slide, please. What have they done with the 14th? Remember when they were trying to get, you know, the, the budget and all this stuff passed? Well, the Democratic faction told Biden to use the 14th Amendment to raise the borrowing limit. You know, they've been kicking the can. Have we had a budget since like 1991 or something? How long has it been since we had a budget? Does anybody know the date? Was it the 80s? I think it was late 80s, early 90s. It's been a long time. We haven't had a budget. They just keep kicking the can, the continuing resolutions, omnibus bills, all this stuff. It's just disgusting what they've done. We have 33 trillion in debt and the, and the debt's going, it's, we're about to hit major hyperinflation. But what they weaponized right there was talking about, you know, we will always fund any insurrections. So we have to have the money. Well, what have they been saying about us since January uh, 6th of 2020, 2021? We're the insurrectionists, right? At least that's what they think. Well, we know that to be the opposite. But anyway, so they weaponized the 14th Amendment over and over again, and now they're just casting it aside and they've opened the borders and they're letting everybody in. In fact, the borders are so open right now 
that forget the fact that they've gone from 60 to 200 buses a day coming in from Darien. But now you can use your CBP, your Customs and Border Protection One app. You can be in, I don't know, Africa somewhere, and you can actually sign into the app, make an appointment, say, I'm gonna fly right into Orlando. And I'll skip the whole Customs and Border Protection checkpoint altogether. And they get right in the system and they can start collecting their 2,200 bucks a month. This is what's happening in our country right now. Next slide, please. All right, what's the answer? Keep going, Justin, thank you. I say we need a retrolution because if I say the other word, the FBI will be in here kidnapping me in a hot minute. So I, I try to stay away from that word. But I'm glad to see, by the way, that uh, Board of Ride is here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support because that's huge. But we've got to fight back because God gave us the Second Covenant Nation. So let's fight back peacefully. And we're not going to necessarily have to fight with our guns because I say don't fight when you can indict. Next slide, please. Yeah, don't fight indict. The 10th Amendment gives our states rights. But guess what? It's local action, has a national impact, is what General Flynn says. Let's distill that down into some actionable items. And I call it the add water and stir recipe solution to actually not fighting, but indicting. Next slide, please. We're gonna get local. We need to start looking at our communities. We need to start talking about what's called tactical civics. Next slide, please, Justin. Tactical civics. I fell in love with this organization. How many of you all know Scott McKay? Yes, all right, I love Scott McKay. He's a great broadcaster, good friend, great patriot. He's known as the Patriot Street Fighter. I was listening to him one day, and he was talking with a gentleman on there named David Zuniga, who's the founder of Tactical Civics, and they were talking about how you can actually cut the fighting and get to indicting. I said, what the heck is he talking about? How do we do this? So I listened. This is a biblical solution. It's constitutionally based, and very essentially is this. They have stood up almost a 1,000 counties with chapters in every one of these counties. We have 3,100 counties approximately in our country. They've got a third of them already engaged in tactical civics. The premise behind tactical civics is we the people can assert our own grand jury when we so see fit. So you've heard about these federal grand juries that are being you know, summons and pulled together. Did you know if you're a member of the grand jury, and let's say I'm the prosecutor and I make you all the grand jury, do you know you can turn around and investigate me? Did you know that? Do you know you have more power than me, the prosecutor, and the judge? That's fact. So here's what's happening. They're not getting clear instructions in these grand juries. They don't know how much power they have. The fact of the matter is they have more power and they're the most powerful organization in the courtroom. So tactical civics is educating people about the fact that they have more power than everybody in the court. But they're showing them how to go ahead. We know there's evidence of election fraud. How many of you have been engaged in election uh, fraud investigations of any kind, door to door, whatever it was? I would expect a lot in this room. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that work. You have pulled together all the information, the evidence that a grand jury would need to indict. The problem that we have today is we have grand juries that don't know that they can investigate the partisan federal prosecutor that's weaponizing them to go after, say, President Trump, for instance. That grand jury should be investigating the federal prosecutor. They should be investigating Jack Smith. Remember when I told you we have a little nugget for President Trump? Oath of office, we'll get to that. So the grand jury, when they have the information, whether they do their own investigation or one of you lovely people hands them a stack of evidence of election fraud or crimes against humanity, COVID fraud, whatever it is, you now have the ability to indict your public official. Why do we want to do it county by county? Because we can't depend on the federal government. We have got to basically eradicate them from our lives right now. In your Declaration of Independence, it talks about the fact that when the government is no longer serving you, you have the opportunity to alter or abolish it. We're there, folks. It's time to get up and act. It's time to start coalescing. It's time to start going to your county commissioner meetings and say, we want a grand jury to investigate Whatever it is you want to investigate, election fraud, whatever fraud. And then we want to investigate you, Mr. Commissioner. This is what we have to do. We have to show, and this is what we did actually in uh, Collier County. So in Collier County, they were so disgusted by what was going on with COVID and the fact that they had learned that Ron DeSantis was allowing the hospitals to go ahead and use remdesivir and kill patients left and right. How many of you lost people on remdesivir? Yeah, a lot, I believe it. It was horrific. 
I battled the South uh, uh, Mark Memorial Hospital for several months over this, actually half a year or more, we're still battling them. And the reason I can do that is because the governor's allowing them to continue to use this because the CDC says it's still okay. Well, it's gonna change because Michigan State actually has ruled against remdesivir, the manufacturers, and people in Michigan. I know, God, can you believe it, Michigan? Why is that happening in Florida? So, what I'm trying to get at is, you have the power with Tactical Civics, and I'd like to know if anybody in this room has ever heard of the Tactical Civics organization. I see a couple of hands, okay. Are there any, is there a chapter in Sumter County? Not yet. Bob, are you gonna start it? I'm gonna put you right in touch with David Zuniga. You're gonna start the chapter. Because that's what we need, and we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you organized, we're gonna get you going to your county commission meetings, and we're gonna get that ordinance if you need it passed so that you can have your grand jury here and that you can turn the turrets right back on the people that have been suppressing and holding back the reality of what's really going on, and a lot of them are your public officials. And the reason they are, remember when I told you the federal government was incorporated? So are the states, so are the counties. You know, some of you might live in unincorporated Sumter County, right? The cities, it's all incorporated. And that corporate veil gives everybody just that peace of mind that, oh, they can't come after me. Well, that's not true. There's a thing called bonds, and there's a thing called insurance. And when people don't do what they're supposed to do, and you know they're breaking the law, and you have the evidence, you can file a claim on their bond. And guess what? When they find out there's a claim on their bond, and their bond is worth 10 million bucks, and they gotta pay, uh, you know, they gotta pay a million dollars up front, boy, does that not change things for them. They will get off their seat and do whatever it is you want just not to have that claim because if you have the evidence, that bond's gonna get paid. So anyhow, tactical civics, it's about citizen grand juries, but it's also about standing up and getting it enforced. A well-regulated militia is our second amendment, and that's exactly what tactical civics is organizing, well-regulated militias, constitutional militias, not the kind the FBI likes to tell you with guys running around in, in the woods with ammo and tactical gear shooting at things. No, I'm talking about self-defense. I'm talking about the sheriff. If he won't do her job or her, his or her job, they won't make the arrest that you, the citizens of the grand jury, actually indicted said public official over, then the well-regulated militia will. You will then proceed to put that public pressure like you know how to do right on your county prosecutor. Hey, we have an indictment here. We have an arrest. And by the way, we need you to prosecute. And you're gonna take that prosecutor right into the county courthouse and stand up an Article Three court for a jury, uh, with a, you know, a common law court, with a jury for, by, and of the people, for whoever it was that was indicted. They get a fair shake. That's the law. And if that jury finds them guilty, that's the way it goes. If they find them not guilty, so be it. But they got the fair shake, we the people got the fair shake, and that's how it's supposed to work, guys. It's, it's simple. This is a, does this sound complicated? No? Good. All right, next slide, please. Okay, um, I think I covered most of this, but we're gonna re be removing Congress from Washington, D.C. That's, that's getting all the way to the highest level, but it's gonna only happen when we have control of every single county. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We need to control the controllables. And here's where I'm going to talk about the, uh, the uh, oaths of office for a second. We actually did a Freedom of Information Act request for every single member of the Biden cabinet. Not one of them has a proper oath of office on file. Not one. Some of them don't even have them. You can't find them. They're not even filed in the Federal Register. Kamala Harris, same thing. We then sent a petition for what's called a writ of quo warranto to U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves. By the way, that guy has put a lot of people in J6 behind bars. He's a real son of a you-know-what. Matthew Graves ignored us. We sent this over a year ago. He ignored us. So we did a FOIA on his oath of office. Guess what? Same thing. So then we FOIA the judge, Judge Boesberg, also presiding over a lot of the J6 uh, defendants. Same thing, Judge Boesberg, DC court judge, federal judge, no oath. There's some other pretty significant people I'm not able to name right now, but let's just say that this. 
If Trump's legal team understands what we've given them, I don't think he's gonna have legal problems anymore. So, yeah. So, really exciting stuff, but this is how it's done. I am not a lawyer. I'm just, I'm a mom who got pissed off a bunch of years ago. I worked for President Trump in the 1990s, and I said, that man needs to run for president. In 2015, he came down the escalator. I said, I guess I gotta get on Twitter, and I hate Beyonce, so I really didn't want to be on Twitter. I had no idea Twitter had cool stuff on there. It's a cesspool, but it has a lot of cool stuff. Next slide, please. This is, that's my story. So we have law enforcement we talked about. This is all part of Tactical Civics. Next slide. Uh, the court system, I want to just briefly touch on this. Uh, the original 13th Amendment rejects titles of nobility. We are not supposed to have any titles of nobility like esquires running our, our country at all. Congress is full of esquires. They're called lawyers and attorneys. They are not supposed to be up there. So we have a lot of questions if anything they've ever done since they changed the 13th Amendment to being about you know no, no involuntary servitude, which is basically slavery. Next slide, please. Um, okay, just a little definition on the grand jury. You can't make it a full-time job. It only considers capital cases and infamous crimes like election theft. Um, they make their own presentments based on any information its members discover themselves or that's brought to them, and they decide whether to issue the indictments. And you've got to put pressure on your public prosecutor's office. That has got to happen. So in that grand jury that you know got convened and they indict your political uh, officer, your public servant for fraud or whatever, you guys need to step in. It's called civic duty because the Constitution has three important words at the beginning of it. We the people, not we the corrupt government, not we the World Economic Forum, not we the frauds, we the hacks, we the scumbags. It's we the people. We've seen all of us right here. We are the government. Next slide, please. All right, I think I've talked about all this. All right, you can shut it down right now. Um, last thing I want to talk about is the parallel economy. It is so important that we all work together to create this parallel economy. I showed you videos and I showed you pictures of the Indians, the Embara Indians. These are simple people. They live on the river, they have agriculture, that's it. Happiest people I've ever met. But they're overrun, they're getting disease. Tuberculosis is on the rise. Uh, our cows are being slaughtered because tuberculosis travels from humans to animals. Texas is on the verge of losing its tuberculosis-free status as a, as a cattle industry. It's $18 billion a year to that, to that state. It's huge. That's coming to Florida because those same migrants are coming to Florida because Abbott, the World Economic Forum puppet, is busing them to Florida. We need to get DeSantis. We need to be calling his office every day. You show them what I, what I told you on the Constitution. We can lawfully ex deport these people. We need to be blowing up DeSantis' phone, your state rep, your U.S. congressman, blowing up their phones. Get them out of here. I don't want you sending them to Martha's Vineyard. Send them home. I don't care what it costs, send them home. So the parallel economy is real. And we've got healthcare companies standing up. Venice, Florida, We the People Health has stood up. They're offering for 80 bucks or 100 bucks a month, full healthcare. I ditched my insurance for 700 bucks a month, and I went with We the People. This is how we're going to take our country back. This is how we're gonna do it one county at a time. And it's because of each and every one of you in here that is here tonight, I am super grateful. And I appreciate everything. And uh, Bob, thank you for running one tenth of a great Trump Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. 
The Wellness Company's medical emergency kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.